I used to be Nancy Drew. Now I'm just a drunk wrecking ball. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Word on the street is, I forgot to write a tagline. <laughs> oh, Trinity. <laughs> I'm Travis. <laughs> I'm Tyler. And this is Privileged Twinks. You know I don't remember the order of things. <laughs> it's a podcast. About the real housewives of Salt Lake City. That's in Utah. <laughs> Um, and this week we had a very interesting week. I thought from all the trailers that we were going to get some good moments, but I think it might have just been a little bit too drunk. I thought we had some fake outs in the editing, and it turns out they were just blunt accusations, and um, this was all very hard to watch. That is very true. Well, I mean, it wasn't unwatchable. I just mean it was a little cringy. Yeah, last week we did predict that... Heather, when she was talking to Meredith, was not actually talking about Meredith, but turns out she said it to her face twice. Basically. Yes, yes, she put the <laughs> put match down the gas pedal and went. Also, I mean, I I understand that Heather, they couldn't obviously other ed- edit Heather pointing right at Whitney's face saying "fuck you." Like, obviously, that wasn't. They couldn't have really done too much with that, but I was wondering if there would be more to it than what they showed, and there really wasn't. Mm-mm. Not nary a bit. Except for, I think, she, mostly it was like kind of building and building because she was just really frustrated with Whitney doing all this. And I'm sure that whole conversation went on longer than the three minutes that we saw it. So, I'm guessing it was maybe just like a buildup of her kind of being annoyed all night. Yes, but we'll get to that. I did think it was really funny, though, when Heather said something about, like, Whitney, you can't close your legs, and then Whitney, like, flipped her off, and Mm -hmm. then the music was like, (laughs) dun-dun, like, get ready, and I was like, this has nothing to do with that at all. Right. Um, Do you have any thoughts on the episode, like, as a whole, or do you want to just get started on recapping it? I think saying cringy and a little difficult to watch maybe that that sounds worse than it actually was it was a little i think (laughs) it made me wonder it's like have i done this before i was literally thinking (laughs) you think it's cringy watching it because you know that like we've definitely been in that situation been a little too drunk and maybe heightened things uh uh-huh or misremembered things <laughs> <laughs> oh like the next day or when you mean like when whitney was like talking about it so confidently and it was like no 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 that's not how that happened yeah i definitely feel like you and i have been in arguments that were kind of like that before yeah and then well and then by the end of it you're like what were we even talking about like how did it start what do we what was said i don't think she remembered everything that she was saying yeah I agree. So. um so yeah um I will change my description from cringy and painful to too relatable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How are you feeling personally? I know you're feeling a little sick earlier today. Wow. Just putting my health out there. (laughs) Just asking. Wow. Because I haven't been with you this whole time, so I need to know. Um, Yes, I'm feeling better because I slept for four hours in the middle of the day. (laughs) I was feeling a little hot. And under the weather. But I do feel better. Not the greatest yet, but... Bad weather. But the bad weather's breaking, so... 
Yes, and my family's coming to visit tomorrow. Ooh. I'm excited about that. Okay, so we start with like, oh, I guess another trigger warning. We're going to talk a little bit about abuse and also suicide very early on. Mm-hmm. Um, I d- didn't mean that transition to be so hard, but I, f- I forgot where we started the episode at. Um, so we start right back off at the dinner table with Whitney. Um, basically, just like every... It's it's the same thing that they ended with last week where she's like expressing to them um, about the abuse that she went through and the repressed memories coming back up. Um, and I felt like the main thing that I think this part that I took away from was at the end of the day, I think they all like care about each other a lot because mm-hmm. as soon as she started saying these things, they just all immediately were like very much like, are you okay? We're with you. I hate that this happened to you. Um, Lisa was, I feel like, the first one who said, like, are you okay? Yeah. Um, And Meredith said, you're brave, Whitney. And she's basically just saying, like, she's, she's, like, happy because her and her siblings are going to go through this together, like a healing journey together. She's going to meet up with one of her brothers um, that is in Arizona and who she hasn't seen in, like, years. Um, And then... Heather, like, in her confessional was saying that she felt like the wind had left her lungs and it had to be so traumatic and horrifying and that it was, like, breaking her heart. This whole topic's very, uh, obviously very heavy. And I thought they were, like you said, they were all very supportive. I think it's hard not to be, uh, even if you don't like somebody, you know, that's a really difficult thing to deal with. And I think anybody should have sympathy yeah for somebody who's you know having to deal with that yeah and it also makes me feel like kind of the things that happened maybe later in the episode were she's just in a very like raw state right now yeah i agree and i think um i think it's i think it is like i said last time that it's it is brave of her to talk about it i'm glad she's willing to do that even though she doesn't have to and yeah, I think everybody was supportive. I I understand what Heather is saying because I have been in the presence of multiple people who have talked about this. And it is, especially when you know somebody um, who's gone through it, you know, the first time you... Like, especially if you've known that person for a while, um, hearing it is very... It's like one of those things, I think, that can affect somebody so fundamentally or like it's so informative of themselves, but like you don't know it. So when you find out it's like shocking, I don't know if I'm explaining myself well, No, but I, I get, I get what she's saying about like her, like the shock and the air has left her lungs. Cause it is very like earth moving in a metaphorical kind of way. You're like, Ooh, yeah. Reality has shifted. And it, and it makes you kind of, Yeah, exactly. Reality has shifted, and, like, not that Heather is saying she feels any other type of way toward Whitney. It's just, like, hearing these things and not knowing them previously about someone that you care about deeply, like, makes you have really strong emotions, like, about the person who did it, or about, like, Mm. that's how I I feel like it would be. Exactly. So, I think... After all that, basically, Whitney is saying, like, she's being very vulnerable. And she's like, 
Unlike some people. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, and Heather's kind of like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> to Lisa and Meredith. Yeah, which is the truest. I mean, I think, okay, I don't know if, I don't know if Meredith's been the most vulnerable person, but I don't think she has a, a huge issue with it, but Lisa definitely does. Meredith said she feels that because she was so vulnerable last year, that she, this is why she's been put in this position. I don't think... Okay, what did you think about that? Because I... I thought that that wasn't true. I didn't think she was being vulnerable in the way that they were discussing being vulnerable. Like, as in volunteering information, Opening like, up. being truthful, like, saying what the actual root cause. Whereas I think Meredith was vulnerable because she was in a vulnerable state. Like, she was just, ups- like, she was in a bad place with things happening in her life. And that made her feel vulnerable, like, in a weak yeah. position. Not so much like she as... Was very- standoffish almost about yeah that she was going through last year right so i didn't agree with that fully um and then lisa i mean this whole time lisa's like trying to apologize and like trying to get to a better place yeah and i'm glad that later on heather calls her out on it but meredith is basically saying like you don't regret the hatred and lies you spewed you don't regret what you said but you regret that like it was heard basically um and she said like she can't confide in lisa anymore um and that she won't confide in her because she never fully trusted her (laughs) dig on dig yeah it it did feel very much like she was just looking for a reason any little thing that she might say that she could reject like i say that she could pick up and say no you you know (laughs) i did find this part was kind of funny because Lisa was kind of saying, like, I don't mean these things, I don't, I didn't mean those things. And then Meredith said, like, all the things you said you made up, right? Or, Meredith said the things that Lisa was saying she made up. And then in the confessional, the producer's like, so did you make up the things in that rant that you said? And she says, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love a definitive no. Although I think yeah. she really meant more in that, like, she didn't concoct them, like, she didn't make them up herself to say them to be hurtful. Like, she just repeated things she'd heard. Yeah, I agree with that. But it made it sound like she knew them to be true, in a way. Yeah. Um, so then Heather's basically saying, like, I think she definitely regrets the things she said. And then Meredith says the part of, like, if she wants to move forward, then her actions have to change. Which is so vague. Well, and really, what at the whole therapist rant thing, too, I thought was yeah. a little overboard. Yeah. So they go back and forth about, like, Lisa interrupting her and blah 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 and all this stuff and then Meredith's basically like if you let me finish I want to say you need to get help <laughs> I, I did like the interrupt thing because Lisa does I think do that and so what are you talking I about? mean I'm just kidding oh I was just interrupting you for um... that was impolite and I didn't enjoy it <laughs> I know your your whole face changed I'm sorry I'm sorry I was just making a joke um <laughs> but yeah that's exactly what happened on the show because she just was like don't it's impolite. And then she did it immediately again. Immediately. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it is a common trend we've been seeing on Housewives where people are saying, like, you need to get help. Right. Like on Beverly Hills it happened. With yeah. With Rena. <laughs> Why do you have a black heart? Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I don't... I She's taking it too far. I mean, nobody... Even if you are, I think... I mean, I can't speak... Um, 
for therapists, obviously, but I feel like even they wouldn't, like, I don't think you're supposed to diagnose people in the moment publicly, you know? So, like, nobody needs to be uh, suggesting or diagnosing mental illnesses and Especially if you're trying to, like, keep peace or somebody's trying to, like, move on with you and you're just insinuating that they need therapy is, like, not helpful. Exactly. She also said, like, what kind of help do I need? And then she said, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Right. Then stop acting like you are. Right. That was so... Yeah, I didn't like that. I like that Heather was immediately like, that's a low blow. Like, don't say that. Yeah. She was the only one really, like, defending Lisa in that moment. (laughs) Uh, yes. Um, then Whitney says that Lisa needs to, like, explain where all the pain comes from so that they can, like, so that Meredith can understand, basically. Um, Yeah, I like that line from her. Just explain it and be done with it. Which I think is the best. You know, just say your piece, and then it's in their court. And if they want to move on, they can. If they don't, it's, you know, you can't change that. But you can at least... Tell why you felt that way in that moment. Right, exactly. Um, but then she's like, she said that so that for the last year and a half, it was hurtful that she was like trying to tell her just her feelings and then Meredith had disregarded them. And then she says, I'm not going to slit my wrists for anybody. Is that a common saying? Yes. I feel like I've never heard anybody say that. I think I've said it a lot when I was younger. Really? I got. I was just mostly curious, like if that's an actual like, uh, like figure of speech because yeah. I've never really heard it before. No, yeah, it is. But obviously, she, it shows they said it. She said it earlier too. Yeah, I I don't think I've said it in a long time, mainly because it is. Oh, I don't know if it's consciously like that. I don't. I don't know if I had a moment where saying, "Well, maybe this isn't the best thing to say." I feel like and from a like a interpersonal sam like you don't know what somebody's been through so like exactly suicidal references aren't the greatest especially vivid suicidal references yeah exactly it's so, not just saying like well i'm not gonna kill myself over somebody it's like vivid yeah the actual action itself yeah so i don't know that um i don't know that meredith's reaction was super like warranted in that she was. She didn't let her. She didn't hear out what she was trying to say, but at the end, at the same time, Jen says like Meredith has someone in her family that like implies try to do this, and maybe that's not the best way, best figure of speech to be using right now. Right. Which I agree with that. And she did say. I mean, well, at the reunion last year, she didn't really go into details. She just said somebody in her family was struggling. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know that Lisa. Well, Meredith seems to think that Lisa should have known. Yeah. But I don't know that she ever said that on TV. Well, I mean, so I guess maybe she was assuming she knew it from something else. So I don't think she said it specifically on the show. Right. Okay, so then Jen basically (laughs) is like, this is about me. (laughs) This trip is about me. Right. So can we, like, stop this? Yeah, exactly. Which, I mean, at the end of the day, I kind of agree with her. If they're going to say, like, let's have this be a healing journey, why are they, like, all trying not to have it be like that? <laughs> like, it wasn't going anywhere. So Jim was like, um, this is supposed to be a fun trip. Do you agree with that? You hate when I do stuff like that, though. Do what? what? Like, if I'm like, I thought this was supposed to be fun. 
Oh. Yeah, because it kind of implies that you're, like, ruining things. But I guess they are in a way. Right. But really, they were just having a supportive moment. And so everybody, I guess, Winnie felt like she needed the support. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, which is what she said. I'm not sure what exactly the, like, contract is or what the producers say, but it does feel like with these shows, there's a lot of moments where they want to, like, fully walk away and they just stay. Like, they, like, don't. Like, maybe later, like, Lisa runs up to her room, but then immediately she's back downstairs. <laughs> like, it just makes you wonder if they know that they're, like, supposed to keep it going. Yeah, but that's why this is TV. Because... All of these people are in situations they wouldn't be in. Like, would Meredith even go on this trip with Lisa if it wasn't being for right. if she wasn't being paid to do so? No. I mean, that's like the whole thing. It's like you're getting these unusual reactions in this television-worthy drama because it wouldn't probably happen in real life because these people like would have already exited the situation. Yeah, that's true. But I just seen like Meredith turns around and like is crying, and I'm like. Any normal person would leave. And then she just stays. And Lisa apologizes. <laughs> and then she's like, okay. Thank you for apologizing. I don't think I can move on at this time. But I, um... I Yeah. I thought it ended. It was... I mean, she was being... For her to... From where she was earlier in the conversation to get to a point where she was like, listen, I hear you. I appreciate the apology. I'm not ready to move on. That's... I, that's growth. And that was... A development. <laughs> it is growth, yeah. But I agree with Heather. It's like, at the end, like, Lisa is trying hard. Like, what else do you want her to do? Like, she keeps I... saying, like, my action. Listen. I need my action, her actions to change. But, like. I mean, that's true. But how are they not right now? I I don't, exactly. I don't think it's definable because she's a little, she's saying you hurt me because you ran, like, you said things, hateful things about me in a rant. And so, like, you can't really... The only way you can prove that you've changed is by not doing that anymore. Yeah. Which is just a something that happens over time. Right. So... I guess. Or there's not really anything she could do at this point to make it... There's no action she could do except not to talk bad about Meredith. Yeah. <laughs> I do... I like the analogy that they are all making about Meredith doing this with Jen for two full years. It's like... The same exact thing. Like, I just need you to move on, show me you can be a better person, and then we'll be good. It's like arbitrary amount of time. Yeah. To show her that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with Jen. Mm-hmm. I guess two years is the magic number. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see in two years. <laughs> okay, so then that's basically where they end it at the night. Whitney says something like, we should burn something and let, set something on fire. And then they don't show anymore. They just all go to bed. Yeah, probably not the best idea. <laughs> but do you think she meant like sage or just like a, a fire? I think she was still in that that ritual space of like burning, you know, something symbolic. Yeah. Um, I don't think she meant like a, a piece of wood. Um, okay, so then day two, Jen basically comes into Heather's room with this like megaphone, and she's like. I'm here to wake the hoes up. There are some hoes in this house. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That just reminded me of like college when we would have um, like tailgate days in the fraternity house. Someone would come through like banging pots and pans all over. 
Yeah. And be like, wake up, bitches. Let's get drunk. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's literally what Jen did, though. She was like, come on, hoes. Let's go get wasted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, because then they go on the bike thing after this. Yeah. My Lord. They, Jen says something about not drinking cow coochie, which, do you think she thought cacao was, like, something to do with cows? No. Okay. I think she just forgot the word. <laughs> I don't think anybody would... Uh, confuse cacao after they drank it with anything dairy related maybe it had milk in it no i think they drank like pressed cacao something well they had to have some liquid it's probably just water hot chocolate sounds good no i know it's very no every time i've had cacao i had a little bit of a chocolatey taste yeah because it's got sugar and like milk okay Okay, Mr. Cacao Expert. I'm not, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but I do think we should just rename Cacao to Cow Coochie, because that's great. Cow Coochie. Have you ever watched Portlandia? I have seen an episode or two. There's one episode where... So they do a lot of, like, gender bending. <laughs> and there's one episode where uh, Fred Arbison is playing um, a girl, and Carrie's playing a guy, and they're, like, dating... And Fred Armisen's like, I think we should have a safe word. And he's like, okay, what do you want it to be? And she's like, cacao. And then, and then by the end of the episode, he just goes, he's like, touches her hand, cacao. And so then I was like, cacao. And then I was like, cacao. <laughs> like the safe word became just used all the time. And the word was cacao. So every time I hear that word, I think of that sketch. Mm. Guess you had to be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... Okay, so then Heather walks into Meredith's room. We basically find out she's bringing a glam team with her everywhere now. I think she, she it's more likely she just hired somebody local to come do it. Okay, well, either way, she's getting in glam. Yeah. And Heather says it's weird. I mean, Jen was too. I know, but they're all used to Jen, I guess. Yeah. Doing she it. did say very Jen Shaw of you, which is true. I mean, I think it was more just funny, which is like... I, okay. I feel like if I was rich and going to be on TV, I would have a glam squad. That's what I'm going to say. She was right in the sense of, like, who are you getting dressed up for? The cacti and the girls. Like, we're all, you know. But it's not. Like, there's cameras and it's going to be televised. So. Right. Yeah, that's a good reason to, to get done up. Right. It's like, and then they show her in a confessional fully done up. And it's like, who'd you get in that glam for? This man, this cameraman? Right. <laughs> um. Anyway, this is where they have that whole talk. And um, she calls her... She's basically saying, like, you need to stop being hypocritical and being such a condescending bitch. And right. I was surprised. Superior. Superior condescending bitch. Which is how she, I mean, she was. She was doing it. I'm surprised that Heather didn't, or uh, that Meredith didn't, like, retaliate at all. Right. Not retaliate, but just be like, why would you say those things about me? Which makes you think she knew she was doing it. Do you agree? <laughs> Sorry, she's just burning really loud. Um, yes, I do agree. Because I was surprised, too. I was like, oh, she's, Heather's just kind of giving it to her. And I was she's... like, if someone told that to me in my face, even if I felt like it was true, I'd be like, what the fuck? I, no, there was a moment where a I thought, bitch. yeah, where I thought she was going to escalate a little bit, but they had a reasonable conversation. Yeah. I was surprised Heather was doing it because I was like, but I then she, everybody's like really on Lisa's team this year. Yeah. I mean, I think, okay, 
not to go too far backwards, but I feel like as a person, it would be hard to see somebody that you've known for so long, like really rip you a new one when you're not like present. But I also think she was alone. You can argue whether she knew it was going to be on camera or not, but she was alone in her room and she was upset and angry. Yeah. And who, I think we've all can say at some point we've like been alone and cursed and said things about something that we didn't really mean. So to me, it's more like I, or even just like you and I have said things to each other that we don't really mean like about other people. Right. So the, so then it's, I don't know. So it, to the rest of them, I imagine it's kind of like, okay, I mean, yes, she said rude mean things about you that she should be sorry for saying, um, especially when cameras were around, but it's not like the worst thing that's ever happened. Right. So maybe like move on. Yeah. Especially, especially after she, like, cause she could have just said, well, I was angry and get over it. You know, at least she's trying to like apologize and make things and be remorseful. I do think she's remorseful. It does yeah. seem genuine. So like, it is kind of like, okay, well, Meredith could be more like, I'm not like extremely happy with you right now, but like, I get it. You know, instead she's being very like, you need a therapist and I'm not, and I'm not condescending. ready to move on. <laughs> also, I just don't understand how Meredith thinks that like any of the way that she acts comes off as good to the audience. Like, it, it does come off as very, like, high and mighty. And I don't like... It doesn't make me on her side. It doesn't make me not on her side, though. I think it's good for TV. Hmm. But I'm also... Uh, I've also been accused of being condescending multiple times, so... Do you want to do a quick a quick ranking of how we feel favorites-wise right now? Sure. Okay. Do you want me to go first? I guess, yeah, because I haven't really thought about it. I would honestly say... After this episode, Lisa, then Heather, then... Ugh, it's hard because I want to like Whitney so bad, but she didn't do herself any favors this episode. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like Jen is being... I get it. <laughs> like, obviously she has a lot going on, and I'm sure her brain has just been like in the darkest of places for a while, but she's not really doing too much right now. So I almost want to put like... Whitney, then Jen, then Meredith. Interesting. Uh, Meredith, I just, I'm not digging her. The last, I didn't like her last season, and this season she's doing the same things. Hmm. I would say mine's really different. Uh, Heather would be at the top for me. Um, Who would be after? Jen would be at the bottom. Hmm. Really just because, I mean, it's not fair. Like, if if she hadn't pled guilty. <laughs> I'm, I mean, um, I'm kind of, like, taking that out of it. I know, I know. It's always <laughs> at the back of my brain, though. So I think, had she not, she'd be higher up the list for me because she's, I think she is. She's going through something difficult and is learning from it, in a sense, of, like, what's important and what's not. And that's, you know, good to talk about and good growth and all that. But, oh, you, you lied. And just, oh, you know. And, yeah. so, okay, so she's the last. Yeah. And then the next three, the other three are just a jumble for me. After this episode, I would say Whitney's closer as, at the bottom. But not fully. Mm. Yeah, maybe it goes Heather, Whitney, Lisa, 
tied than Whitney. You said Heather, Whitney, Lisa. Oh, Heather, Meredith, Lisa. Interesting. So you still like Meredith? I do! (laughs) (laughs) Hmm, very interesting. But really, they'd like, to me, it would be like Meredith and Lisa are on the same level, and then Whitney rotates. She's like an electron. Sometimes she's below them, sometimes she rotates around as an above. Yeah. Like this. And Heather's just at the top. I appreciate, I think it all came off really wrong, but I appreciate that she's trying to be like, let's put everything on the table, and I want to be friends with Lisa. Yeah. But But I don't think it can go on with now we're jumping ahead. I know, I know, I know. It's okay. It doesn't always have to be linear. Well, if it's not going to be linear, then just say that. Okay. Let's just talk about the party bus. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> because that was wild i only have one thing to say about that no the coochie ma'am none of that <laughs> i do not want nasty sticky wine all over my body i'm glad it looked like they had a fun time and maybe she was like literally pouring that down her skirt i know like, upside down also that when they came off of that thing she didn't look stained like did she have a like the same did she have, like, a I think they one? showed them come off that thing and then shower and then get on a bus and then get off the bus. They they showed them, like, walk off of the... Walk off the bike and then they showed them stepping out of a bus in all different outfits. Oh, okay. I thought she had the same skirt on. I think they just did a very quick, like... It looked like the same skirt to me, so I was like, that, that thing looks... Why is she still wearing that? No, they definitely did a cleanup. Oh, okay. <laughs> they just kind of made it, like, magic editing... Edited all that. Gotcha. For hours away. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it looked like they were having fun. I don't know if I would have um, been thrilled about sticky wine all over me, but. I definitely wouldn't have been. But they also, like, I don't know. They went very much like wake up time, which I'm sure for them is like early because they're filming a TV show all day. Yeah. And then they were like, okay, wake up time. And then immediately party bus throwing wine everywhere (laughs) and like whose head was uh whitney's legs wrapped around jen (laughs) and i loved whitney commenting on uh meredith and lisa like passive aggressively throwing wine on each other catharsis um also real quick smash or pass the bus driver or the bike driver uh i I don't really remember but i would say smash because why not <laughs> I have no idea what he looks like, so I'll probably smash. Yeah, I think I don't remember being like "wow" or "whoa." So I was gonna say not. I was gonna say pass. Oh, okay. Well, that's shocking for you. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> You're calling me a hoe in this house? The some hoes. No, I'm not gonna cut that out. <laughs> okay, so they go to. I was I was talking about Jen, saying there's hoes in this house on the megaphone. Yeah, no. Then I started singing. I don't want that in there. <laughs> you said, this, oh, cut this out. Cut no. all of it. No. You sang for 0. 0.01 <laughs> second. I'm leaving it in. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they go to this rodeo, which they didn't really fully explain too much about it, except that Lisa kept saying that they like performed. She said performed for Dior, but I guess they like Dior made them like custom outfits for one time. I think they, they were performed. in a fashion show. Right. That's right. what it was. Um but but they they were part of the fashion show performance. The the show is the performance and they were in that show. 
Okay, and they were wearing... But maybe they weren't, like, walking models, but maybe they were around. I don't know. We'd have to look it up, but... Uh, I did think it was funny that Meredith basically was like, the only reason Lisa brought us here is because she was wearing these Dior boots the whole time mm-hmm. and talking about them. I thought it was really fun. Um, like, I didn't even... You know, you... <sighs> I mean, am I going to go there and watch it? Who knows? But I didn't know that was a thing that existed. And I'm glad I know it does. And I thought it was cool. Like, if I was ever there, I'd be like, oh, that'd be a fun thing to go see. So. Yeah. It's interesting that they said they were riding side saddle because when women fought in the war, they had to still act like ladies. Uh-huh. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Well, it's just another example of this gender oppression of yeah. women's and how dumb it is. I know. When we, we watched A League of Their Own recently, and that was like wild to see that they basically like only cared about like they were all really good at baseball but all they cared about was like their etiquette and them wearing skirts Mm -hmm. also i highly recommend that show that was so good don't you think i didn't really watch it with you but yes it was great (laughs) (laughs) yes you did you watched almost all of it no i didn't okay that's not like a point of pride or anything i just was doing other things but so, it, it, the parts I did see were good. So Lisa and Heather walk away a little bit to like talk on their own. Mm-hmm. And she's basically like Heather's telling Lisa what all she was talking about with Meredith. Um, and like how that they it's kind of like going back to what Meredith was doing with Jen, like in the pe- previous years. Um, and then they go back to the other three and Whitney's basically saying like we need to tell Lisa what we said and what we like basically saying like you need to tell her what you did and then Meredith's like well you also did this right I was interested by what I mean I did it feel like Heather was being very like listen look what I did for you because remember they had that um Lisa took her out to lunch that first episode so maybe she's like trying to it and felt Lisa very... was like, have you talked to Meredith in that first episode? Yeah, but she asked Lisa to go with her to change. They all changed right there, and she asked her to walk. Right, so... I mean, in the first episode, Lisa was asking Heather, like, have you talked to Meredith? And then Heather's like, no, I'm going to stay out of this. And then now Heather's trying to be like, I uh... did talk to Meredith now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, also, I just want to say that their dresses looked really good on all of them. They did, yeah. So, I I kind of wish that they could have, like, just had the conversation here. I know, like, obviously it wasn't the best with all the women rodeo riders around. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, obviously things got a little bit too alcohol-filled later in the episode. Right. And it was kind of, like, the only point where they were all talking about what was going on and making a lot of sense about it. <laughs> so I wish things could have just, I'm glad that Whitney wanted to have the conversation, but I wish it could, wish it could have just happened right then because I just don't think it was going anywhere later, obviously. And maybe we need to start normalizing having these conversations on a dirt path. <laughs> right. In the middle of the day. <laughs> yeah. Not a dinner. <laughs> Um, I thought it was interesting. I didn't really, uh, I didn't at that point and later exactly see Whitney's point. I, I, what I think, what I understand is that she feels guilty at this point about what she said. Yeah. And she wants to come clean, but there's not like a clean way to do it. 
Yeah. And I don't know, what do you really do in this situation? I think, I honestly think she should have just, like, I think you have to realize at some point that some truths are hurtful, more hurtful than they're going to be helpful. So. Interesting. Sometimes you should just keep things to yourself. (laughs) But not on a TV show where it's already on camera that they've all talked about it multiple times. That's true. And she knows it's going to come out. Yeah. Right, right, right. You're right about that. Um, But in general, I would say you have to think about what you're doing. Well, this goes back to what we asked, what you asked me last week of like, would I say something in the situation? Like when, when they were talking to each other at lunch, like with the charcuterie board and you asked me, (laughs) do we just talk for an hour and then it just all leaves your head? (laughs) You asked me if I, well, I guess technically I I do edit it. So I hear it twice. Yeah. But you asked me if like, if I had heard rumors, would I share them immediately with people? And I said, I think I would go to them first with them. Oh, the person they're about. And yeah, that's your good friend. Yeah. Right. And so I think, I think this wouldn't have happened if they like, Whitney is realizing, oh shit, this is on camera. I don't, I wish it wasn't on camera. Now I have to tell her. But realistically, we just didn't have to talk about it at all. Right, from the jump. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then they show all of them trying to get on the horses. And they show Heather multiple times. I feel like that was really shady editing. She's not even, like, that large of a person. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) No, not about... I, I don't know if it's shady editing, because... It did happen. Right. And she did get on the horse. I It just made me... Okay. I... I think I told you this before. When I was younger, my cousin had horses. And um, I, in high school, I played offensive line of football. For those of you who, of course, have never seen me, I am almost six foot three. Um, and I had a lot of muscle, but I had a lot of fat. And I was so a very large child. <laughs> well, yes, person. But um, And so we were at my cousin's, and he had these horses. And they brought one out that was, like, young. and Because he had some bigger ones, but, like, this one was so <laughs> tiny. Oh, no, I, and, I don't think I've heard this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> because I went to get on the horse, and which I, I don't, even then, had... Oh, my God. Even though people in my family had horses, I did not ride horses. I'm not, like, a big, like, they're fine, but I'm not, like, in trying to do all that. And, um... But, you know, that's what everybody was doing. So I went to get on the horse. And I did make it up. But when I swung my leg over, the horse, like, started leaning and, like, walking sideways. Like, it was going to trip from all of the weight that I was throwing around. It was really... So I it was a relatable moment. Did you get off? Yeah. I mean, I we, it walked around a little bit and then I got off. Oh, okay. So it was, like, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't fall over. No, but it felt like it was going to. <laughs> There is. You just, I mean, I think because it's in a lot of movies and TV shows, you just have, like, this very fanciful vision of, like, what it's like. Yeah. Like, you know, you're supposed to just, like, you put your foot in the stirrup and you, like, swing over and you just ride the horse around all, like, elegantly. Yeah. And I was, like, 
it was hard to get onto. And then by the time I like swung my leg over to get onto it, the horse belt buckled. <laughs> I was like, this is not cute. It's not cute. I think she was just having more of a hard time than the horse was having a hard time, though. Yeah, it just reminded me of that. Oh, gotcha, yeah. I mean, relatable. And it's hard. Listen, those things are, like, even if the horses are small, you're not used to, like, when you're walking up, like, imagine trying to walk up a step that's, like, five foot tall. Yeah. Like, you have to put your foot all the way up in the stirrup, and then you have to press down, like, you're going up the steps and throw your leg over the other side. If you're not used to, like, physical activity of a certain level, like, that's difficult to do. Yeah. And, like, it... The heavier you are, the hard, the you know, the harder it's gonna be. Yeah, I remember when I was little, I tried to get on a horse um, at my cousin's house, and my cousin Taylor got on like behind me because it was her horse, so she was gonna like show me how to ride it. And the horse, like, I was also a large child, not six foot three, but large. Yeah, <laughs> the other way. And I, the horse, like, bucked up, and. We both fell off, and I just, like, fell straight onto Taylor. Oh, my God. I know, and I felt so bad. And she, like, got the uh, wind knocked out she her. Did, did she live? Shut <laughs> up! <laughs> <laughs> um, but, anyway, they ride the horse. They all talk about how... Or, Meredith talks about how Lisa just wanted to talk about her Dior boots. Um, and then they basically move on from the horses into Jin's garbage whore lingerie party, which... I didn't think that they, she was going to, like, say that out loud. Like, I thought that was just her funny little joke. But, no, she said it as soon as she walked in the kitchen. Like, welcome to the garbage lingerie horror party. <laughs> I feel like she's good enough friends with Meredith now that I'm sure she told her. And yeah. also, it's like a group joke, you know? Yeah. Maybe for some it's a little too raw. But, like, I think it's funny. Do you want to talk about their outfits? No. <laughs> mm Mm-mm. I mean, only really, like, two of them I would say were wearing lingerie. Yeah. I don't know that, I, like, a corset it doesn't scream lingerie to me. Does it to you? Because Meredith was... and Jen were wearing corsets. Yeah, but... So, yes. I think Jen... Like, if you think of lingerie as more of, like, the actual, like, when you would... Like, the, the sexual nature of it. Um, I think Jen's was more in line of, like, something that somebody might wear and, and enjoy taking off type gotcha. situation. Um, he, Meredith's outfit is not meant to be taken off. <laughs> Meredith was like dominatrix with a baseball hat on. Right, and they don't take theirs off. And um, yeah, Lisa just wore a pajamas. <laughs> Which whatever, I mean like whatever you feel comfortable with. Oh I think, yeah, I mean I, I agree. Think, but, but it was just, I did, I think, feel like well, I was just going to say, I feel like Whitney and and Heather were the only ones that really wore, like, just lingerie. Yeah. I agree. Um, okay, so then they're all, like, cooking, about to cook dinner. And Whitney pulls Jen aside and is, like, talking about how Meredith um, had, like, come with her to these things. And she asked Jen if Jen had been spreading rumors. And she was like, actually, Meredith came to me about them, too. Um, so this is two points where Meredith's coming to other people first with them. Even though those people are both agreeing that they both saw or heard things, it is Meredith coming to two people spreading rumors. I feel like she was very calculated in this and that she was like, I'm just going to start it off and let people say what they're going to say. 
Meredith was like, yeah. in, the begin- in like the past. Yeah. I thought it before, and it's only like every time they've had this conversation, it's I feel more like that was her, may- subconscious or not, like that was her gig. Yeah, I think so too, but at the same time, I think it is, you can't really be the one trying to get the rumors to come out there and like like fishing for them basically and not have that come back to you. Like yeah, I but would, I think I would be mad even just at the fact that like if my friend brought them up like trying to see what people know or will say like at the end of the day you are the still the one starting the up infidelity rumors. Yeah, but I think it just gives her like in these conversations a little maneuverability where she can say I didn't like she did this time she's like I didn't say that. Yeah. You know, all I said was X. She can own up to it, but she didn't really... At the end of the day, she didn't, like, say any details or anything damaging. Yeah. She did start it, though. True. But I think she knew. Because they all, they've all they all said that before. It's like, we all hear words about each other. So it just feels very, like, she was like, I'm gonna throw this out there and see what comes out. Yeah. And, I mean, she was mad. And she's on TV. So she's... Doing her job. Yeah. <laughs> so... This is when Whitney like mentions something about the jazz game at this point, which we find out jazz is basketball. <laughs> I think last week I said it was hockey. Oh. <laughs> Either um, way, sports. And basically they're implying that like Lisa's getting seats for her family courtside, which courtside is a big deal. That's not just something Heather's like, oh, I wouldn't give a blowjob for courtside. Or for tickets. But it's yeah. like... Those are tickets... Those are seats where, like, you get paparazzi then. Those aren't seats, like... Yeah. That's... Is Jazz the NBA? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway. So then Whitney gets, like, frustrated with all of it. I think because it's not going how she wants it to be going in this moment. And mm-hmm. so she, like, runs away and slams the door and is like, we're going to talk about it. Yeah, it was all very dramatic. Because... They were being reasonable, and she was not. And booze. Yeah. Which I think, I agree, I mean, in the moment, I agreed, okay, so this is the thing. I agreed with Jen and Meredith in this moment of, like, this really isn't the time, this isn't really the place, it's not really gonna do what you want it to do. You know, you're saying this is your goal, and doing this isn't really gonna do that. Um, But I also understand that Whitney is just, like, she is going through her own thing. Yeah. Um, and she's feel like she said in her confessional with the secrets, she doesn't like the secrets and she's, you know, wants to get everything. So I understand that she's feeling guilty and she has regret and she just wants to get it out. Because I do think, I mean, that is in my life and experience, like the truth doth set thee free. Yeah. You know, I don't like two seconds ago. You said, keep it to yourself. (laughs) She has been called to the carpet, and she will speak. So I think, okay. <laughs> I what I was <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> that when you, if you would have let me finish and not interrupted me with your tomfoolery, <laughs> I was gonna say that, like, in a absolute sense, just airing it all out will make you feel the best. I think because. It does free you from, like, those burdens. But there are times yeah. when it's you're going to do more harm to somebody else than good. Yeah. And so, which case, just deal. Mm-hmm. 
So it turns into this big blow up. I don't necessarily feel like we need to go through every sentence because it, it was just a, a lot, lot of repeating itself over and over again. But basically, because it was again drunkenness. Yeah. So basically, Whitney is like tells Lisa everything, but not really everything. <laughs> like basically, it's like Meredith brought these things to me. I did engage with them, but I'm tired of being in the middle, so I'm gonna back away. And then Lisa is like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. And then I'm confused. So it's kind of like. Cream, scream, creaming. <laughs> scream, crying. At, and like telling them both that like both of them are like, wh- like, why are you doing this to me? Why are you talking about my family? I thought family was off limits. And Meredith is like kind of saying like, it wasn't me. I was just bringing them up. And those are the people that were engaging with it and blah, 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 and back and forth. And so then Lisa basically is like, all I have is Jack... John and Henry and like, I like nothing. Sh- you guys shouldn't be trying to fuck that up. And then she leaves, and right? Goes to her room, and which, but I mean, a little counterproduct. Well, did she ever go after? Like, did she talk about? Because I feel like other of them have talked about. I know they talked about Meredith, but that was more like Jen and Whitney. What are you talking about? Season one when they were talking about Meredith's relationship. Oh yeah, yeah. Saying like, although Meredith wasn't going around saying that uh, that what's his name is all she had, so I don't know. Also, they were. It seems like at the time when they were separated. About these yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Like the, everybody thought they were getting a divorce. Part of it when she said that, I was like, I mean, I agree, but at the same time, it's like part of it was like, isn't that what they all been doing to each other? It was like now it's just your family. But I don't think place. Lisa really spread any rumors about Meredith season one though. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It was more that Meredith was mad at Lisa because she started becoming friends with Jen. How the tables have turned. Oh, yes. Yes. So, Lisa leaves, and then Meredith basically, like, chases after her. And she's trying to go in the room, and Lisa's like, get out, get out, get out. But then, I think at the end of the day, this part really made me be like, I think that they are these, like, old friends that are going to be there for each other. As much as Meredith doesn't want to talk about it right now. Yeah. I didn't like... It was a little... Unc- I I don't know. It's really weird when somebody tells you to leave and then you don't. But then that happens a lot. I yeah. Know. I think also she wasn't... She was like, leave, leave, leave for like two seconds. But she wasn't like pushing her. I, I mean, I guess... It, it kind of felt to me like she was happy that someone came and checked on her. Even after she said leave. Because mm-hmm. they did have a little chat in there. Yeah. And I think she came out... A little bit better. Immediately, she's like, well, let's go talk about it then. Yeah. I mean, I think this was a power play on Whitney's part, even though it wasn't maybe morally the best thing to do. Um, I think she got out of the... She got it off her chest. She is maybe not removing herself fully from the situation, but she's no longer like in the same in the middle. And I think she framed herself in a way that she feels will feel good about in the sense of like she came clean right i don't like that she i think she was just very drunk but i so i don't know if she was just addled in that way or if she was intentionally misrepresenting the conversation because obviously she was the one not meredith that like was that said specific rumors so yeah uh i don't know how that's gonna play out <laughs> and i didn't particularly i was like "Ooh, that's... Uh, well apparently it plays out fine because whitney and lisa are best friends now well i mean on the show you know over like how it affects anyways 
I don't, um... I just mean, I'm kind of predicting, based on, like, Watch What Happens Live, that... Well, yeah, yeah, I know that it, one. I know that. I just meant over the show. I just meant, like, in the next couple episodes, how it's gonna... Yeah. ...impact the conversation. I think, pro- hopefully, they have a sober conversation about the next day, and it feels like Whitney's gonna say, like, actually what she was feeling and means, and Lisa's gonna be okay with it. Yeah. Is what I would guess happens. Um, so then Jen kind of starts having like a panic attack. Well, I don't know. I don't want to say a panic attack, but has starts having like um, a cry, a cry session about like how her family is all she has, and then Heather's kind of like, "Oh fuck, we're putting this like very stressed out woman in another really stressful situation." Um, and then everybody kind of Lisa's finally like, at the end of the day, you're all talking about it, so like. I don't care who brought it up first. Like, it shouldn't be a conversation that's that's had. And then she goes to bed. Which I think that was a good way to end it, honestly, for Lisa. Yeah. And I think uh, it was kind of sad because the trip... I mean, even though... at, At the time, nobody knew that Jen was guilty and they're just trying to support their friend and that's what it was supposed to be for. And it's I think it's okay to have these side conversations, but it really went left. She fully went left. And, uh, I think you could tell with Heather, she had the conversation with Whitney before and was like, this is not what you need to be doing. Yeah. And then, of course, that was probably hours prior. And then at the end of the night, here we are, she did what she told her not to do and it's like made everything bad. Yeah. So I could, I think that's where a lot of Heather's, um, anger, frustration came from. Agreed. But I was really surprised because they do get it like, um... I think in the middle of that conversation, Heather had said that she thought she was confused about who brought up the jazz tickets. Right. Which was Whitney and not Meredith, but Heather thought it was Meredith based off the way Whitney told it. Yeah. That's how she said it. Right. So she wasn't confused, but then, so saying that, um, then later leads on to the accusations between Whitney and Heather. Yeah. Oh, before you go into that though, I forgot to say that, uh, Lisa and Meredith are talking, and Meredith says she apologizes for talking, even talking about the rumors. And Lisa said she accepted the apology. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I thought that was good. Yeah. I mean, we'll see if it sticks. Well, also, it's like good that Meredith is even like owning up to it and saying she apologizes for it and not doubling down. Well, I think she had to know she's gonna have to own up to it from the moment Whitney started talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> at the rodeo place, and then especially when, uh. She stormed into the building and slammed the door. Because <laughs> I think the whole time Meredith was sitting at that table being like, here we go. Yeah. So the very end with where, where Heather and Lisa, or no, Heather and Whitney have their um, spat, <laughs> if you want to call it that, more than that. Yeah. But it's basically because, okay, let me try to like break it down. <laughs> so it's basically... Whitney is saying that Heather knew about these jazz ticket rumors because they were at a jazz game with Angie Harrington, who mm. was going to be a friend of eventually and was on last season. They were all at that jazz game and they saw either the guy or they saw Jack and John at, they saw the guy in the tickets yeah, or in the seats. And then Angie was like, Oh, that's the guy that Lisa fucks to get these tickets 
that then at a different jazz game, Whitney saw Jack and John in that guy's seats. Right. So, Whitney is saying that Heather knew all this because Angie had said it to them. And Heather's like, no, I didn't hear that. I didn't know that. And Heather's even like, I would have loved to know that. I love tea. <laughs> like, yeah. She's like, if I would have heard that, no, she's specific- I would tell you I heard it. <laughs> yeah, she specifically said, I would love to have heard that about her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. About Lisa. Do you uh, believe Heather? I do. I do too. I think if your defense is you were in the vicinity when it was said, yeah. you didn't, ta- like, she should if she would have said something like, we talked about it After together, fact, or yeah. we all talked about this in the car. Yeah. Something like that, but your thing is like, oh, we were all in a building together, sitting close together, and she said this to me, so right. you must know it. Like That's not, it's completely reasonable that Heather might not have heard that. Yeah. And also it's just, it's very much like, I feel like maybe you might get that defensive over something if you knew it was true and you were just like mad that it was coming out, but it felt very much like so much frustration and then another thing on top of that and like also she called her a liar and it was just like I believe that Heather didn't know and so then she's like so frustrated that Whitney's doubling down on this and bringing her into it which is the thing Whitney doesn't want apparently is right. to be brought into it right and she's bringing her into it and also calling her a liar and it's just not how she wants in the night I do think it was still a disproportionate reaction in a way, so I'm interested for more context. Yeah, and well, it's so we got it to be continued instead of a next time on. So I'm guessing we're gonna pick right back up, and Whitney's gonna run to her room, and then maybe there'll be some resolve or something. And well, I don't think it's gonna be resolved, but based off the trailers, what if the next morning she has the black eye? <laughs> Just kidding. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> maybe somebody hit me. Yeah, I think. Um, like, it's compl- it would be reasonable, like, maybe that is the case, and she was just frustrated with Whitney. Then this whole, like, she's now she's being pulled into it and being accused of... Maybe that was enough to, like, upset somebody. As we know, some housewives do not like being called liars whatsoever. Right. Um, but from just watching Heather, these it seemed a little... I was like, this... I feel like there's more to it. Because it seemed a little bigger than what was happening. It wasn't like Whitney was like yelling at her either. Yeah. Heather's but, not one to like just start screaming. I don't know, maybe. But, but maybe. they also they were like kikiing the night the like that night before everything. Like they're always the ones that are always together being like like let's talk about everybody before the night starts. So Yeah. I don't think Heather would be doing that if there was more to the story. But maybe maybe yeah. so. I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that's where the episode left off. I only have one more thing to question you on, and that is, do you think that any of the Lisa rumors could be true? I don't. I don't. I Actually, I mean, could they be true? Sure. I don't know the woman, but... <laughs> I f- do you think they are? No. Based on, like, her reaction to being called out on it, on the show? No. I think people who are you know successful i mean do do rich do be these people cheat uh, sure is there any way to prove it not really you know and i don't and i i don't think it's abnormal for people in a social circle to accuse other people of uh infidelity especially when business has evolved and money and all that so yeah. it's 
you know, and she's a reality TV persona, so, you know, maybe she's doing it, but it's also just as likely that it's all made up. Right. And like Heather said, you know, it's a lot to do. Are jazz tickets that worth it, you know? Right. But then she said a hamburger's worth it, so. She did do that. <laughs> she said her bar was low. I don't think, I agree with you. I don't think just because, I don't think her reaction made me think, like, that she did it or anything like that. Yeah, the disgusting one was a little, when she said disgusting like five times in a row, like, disgusting, disgusting, disgusting. I'm like, oh, no, I hope that guy doesn't like know they're talking about him, because, <laughs> damn. But they definitely do. He definitely does. Who else's tickets are Jack and John sitting in? Well, I guess he doesn't know. <laughs> Anyways, um... Yeah, but there's nothing, I mean, I don't think there's been anything said that would make something seem, like, actually true. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. And, well, the only thing is they did show in, like, the trailer that, like, in the season trailer that maybe they have marital issues, but that also could have been shady editing, like you said. Yeah, I agree. We'll see. Um, They've they've punked me a couple times now, so. Yeah, we thought everything was a lie, or editing, and it was real, so. Yeah. Well, I think that is a good place to end it. I feel hopeful that the next episode will see some immediate resolve. I do feel like whenever they do the to be continued or whatever, it never... It's always because they leave it on such a like, what's going to happen next? And then what happens next is very calm. (laughs) Right. Normally. I don't know. Obviously, we know that uh, Winnie and... Heather's relationship unravels, and I hope this isn't actually what does it because it's kind of dumb. Yeah, but we'll also see. I think they it like unravels in the point of like they might not be the best show friends anymore. Like it's not bad weather, but they also have talked like good about each other like post the show and said like stop spreading rumors and stop saying bad things about. Yeah, right, so right, right. I don't think it's like bad, bad. Right. It's just Heather might be like. They seem to have trust issues now. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's because one of them's a liar. Oh my God. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Clutch pearls. All right. Well, let's wrap it up there. I think this was a good episode in terms of, I don't know, maybe it was a bad episode. <laughs> what do you think? It wasn't a bad episode. It was, but... Anticlimactic, maybe? I don't... I don't even think that. It was just kind of hard to watch just because it was a lot of the action was like, like, let them eat dinner. Like Heather was saying, like, please eat. Yeah. You're all alcohol fueled. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, then definitely go ahead and subscribe to us. Share it with yes. any of your Real Housewives of Salt Lake City friends. You can um, comment on my Instagram. I've been posting some little promos about the episodes. Um, my Instagram is at TylieTalk. And we're so grateful to have you guys as listeners. And we'll be back next week for episode four. Woohoo! I'm Tyler. Yes. And I'm Travis. <laughs> this has been Privileged Twins. Uh-huh. Goodbye. Bye.